show for you. Uh, we are coming at you from Blast Music 24-7. Now, for you out there who haven't heard of Blast Music 24-7, you really should, because this is a premier place to go to check out some really, really cool talent. Um, and it's a very unique platform. You just you don't just see the music. You get to know a little bit about the artists. You know where they're live streaming, where you can meet them, where their sites are. So it's in a lot of podcasts. Uh, that's all about music and all kinds of different genres for you to check out too. So uh, Blast 20, Blast Music 24-7 is the name of their website. We are um, actually going live on Blast Music 24-7 and we're gonna we're hitting a whole bunch of other platforms, six different platforms you can view our show tonight. So glad to have you on board. We got some people watching. This is interactive as you know. So pop in, say hello. We have a great, great artist for you tonight. Uh, Dave Hamilton is with us. Um, a really, really strong mu musician uh, coming from Detroit. Hello. Now you're oh. Dave in the Happy Conundrums. Happy Conundrums. How do you come up with that name? Uh, one of my friends had said, just because we're so old, he said, uh, how are we going to get people out to watch? He said, you know, it's, uh, who wants to come out to see a bunch of happy curmudgeons? And curmudgeons are normally nasty people. We're kind of the opposite of that. But uh, I thought I said, just name the band. And okay, you're, you're cutting in out a little bit. You might have to come closer to the microphone. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, because you're really coming in and out. I'm, I'm actually getting feedback. Let me see what we got here. I always think it's atmospheric conditions. <laughs> uh, maybe. How's that? That is much better, actually. Well done. Well done. All right. So you thought it was just kind of an attention name, a fun name for your band? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry. A little delay, but I can hear you. <laughs> okay. So tell us about the band. How many people are in it? Um, well, as far as the band, uh, I started it was 2015. I did a um, show for the uh, Flint Water Crisis back then. And I met uh, with one of my friends, Warner, who 
also involved with a couple of tracks we talked about. And luckily enough for me, my fiance is in Harvard's Oakland. And it's also a major part of the group. Okay. Um, still having problems with you cutting in and out a little bit. I only caught part of that uh, with your with, with your fiance. It's like a muffling. It's you know part of it is good, and then I don't know. Gotcha. I mean, I've got the audio on. Yeah, I've actually done the echo. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear the last part of that. Oh, frustrating. Would it be happy? Maybe if I sign back in, would it be in? All right, we could try that. We could try that. All right, let me give it a go. All right. When all is closed, that's good. I'll be right back. All right. All right, so we're giving Dave, we had a little bit of connection issues. You know, when I log on and everything's working, um, I, I get a little skeptical. <laughs> so um, he's going to be logging back in, coming from us from Detroit. And um, he's going to be putting out some new music that he's going to be talking about. Um, but a lot of talent. It's a big music area in, in Detroit. You know, have you these pockets around the country that are just, you know, known as as, as music music mecca, and Detroit is just one of those. Oh, here we go. Okay, so we're just talking about Detroit as a music mecca. How there are pockets around the country of just, you know, you can walk down the street and you're walking into like just talented musicians. Just. You know, you can walk down the street and you're walking into like just talented musicians. Now I'm now hearing me on a delay. You can walk down the street oh, no. and you're walking into like just talented musicians. This now so I'm hearing me on a delay. <laughs> Oh, and it's loud too. Um, how's that? Better. All right, yeah. Well, let's see what we can do with this. <laughs> yeah, so far so good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It'll work. We're going to make it work. All right. So, Detroit as a music mecca, but we don't necessarily think country Americana music as Detroit. So for you, why country music? I think a lot of me is, uh, I grew up with it and it's always been a part of my life. And I owe a lot of that to my dad. Um, my mom was a music fan too, but not like my dad. Um, he was Steve Merle-Haggard. He took Steve, people like Mac Davis, uh, which Meet all of us. Uh, it took and it just kind of wore off from from there. And I started learning like a Willie Nelson and more of the older stuff. Uh huh. So I appreciate uh, newer, newer
newer artists just like Chris Stapleton do. I like Chris Stapleton a lot. He's got such a great delivery about him. He's fabulous. Yeah. And great songwriter, too. I mean, can't go wrong with any of his songs. So, so that's what you grew up with. And it never occurred to you that you wanted to do rock or uh, rhythm blues. So you're sticking with the Americana. Well, that's the one thing about the heavy commercials that's nice is we different genres together. And I think that's what makes us unique and makes us be open to more subjects. All right, you know what I'm going to try to do? Oh. I'm going to see if my headphones actually help. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of delay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll try that. Okay. Let me know what you're getting on your end. Okay. All right. So tell us about your first song that we're going to be talking about, and it's all on you. Uh, all on you is a, 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 a very interesting. I was written by my partner, Mason Jumper. I'm on there. I help write the music. Uh, we also have a very interesting special uh, guest up here, Pepe Espinosa, who's also played percussion with Carl Santana. So it's a very Soon, uh, we've got a great bass player on there, Takeda Shiaku, who's known in the uh, Detroit circle. But I think this will be one for your audience to enjoy. All right, let's give it a listen. Everybody's waiting for Something that may never come Stay anything worth waiting for Till you're known It's all known If you wait for kingdom comes To call on you It's all on you Lonely Seems like everybody's Looking for Something they may Never find Love is only Electricity It's in your mind Yes it's in your mind We'll generate a So divine Yes we feel Though it's real To make it so When it's all on you When it's all on you When it's all on you It's on me too Put it on 
from a, a new track all on you which i really like it, it's you. got it, it's got it's got a really great sound to it and the message there you know sometimes it's it's up to someone else you know like you gotta step back and appreciate that i think our biggest thing is is that uh with our music we try to be definitely more on a positive Music's one of those things where when you get home, it can remove you from just the daily grind and put you in a whole different mindset. And that's where we are. We, 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 we kind of stick to what we do. And uh, it's not necessarily topical with everything, but it's more um, uh, individual and, 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 and things that people can relate to. And that's what all I'm used about too. It's uh, just realizing that energy within you and what you do. So, so that's where we get that little mix between Trin Americana and that. Yeah. It's a great message to send out that people you really are control in control of how your day's gonna be. If it's gonna be a lousy day, it is. Or if you decide, hey, listen to some great tunes, it could be a better day then you have that choice yeah. well and 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 it, it actually helped us to write a new tune that we're going to have on our new album which will be put our album, which will be entitled second chances and uh, we have a, a new song that will be out shortly hopefully it's called be kind uh the big news is for us so we just signed Last week, back with special music, and uh, we will be releasing uh, music, especially our second album, shortly with them. 
but uh, Behind was a really interesting track. It's, it's kind of uh, the golden rule and just refresh people's memory of that. But we do it with a horn and just simple bluegrass uh, notes or potatoes, if you will. And we go from there and it builds into this weird kind of country jazz fusion kind of song that I totally love. Oh, that's amazing. And congratulations on that. Thank you. That's big and rare these days. Oh, so you're my hero. Congratulations. That's really big to have that behind you. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, all right. So, you know, uh, do you well, tell me about the process of you writing? Do you start a song, take it to your band? Do you start as a group? How do you how do you tend to write? Well, that's actually something that's extremely interesting in, in, in my case. I usually dream a lot of my lyrics and then um, I just get up a little notebook. I write by my nightstand and I'll write remember. And sometimes I'll dream reality. What I usually do if it's uh, it hits me and I do with my buddy Jeff and uh, used one of his uh, which you folks will be hearing us talk about and uh, they play what this place called Churchill's absolutely fantastic but people are going to find out about these guys. It's kind of like uh, getting going how we knew about them before, but it's they're that kind of group. But extremely talented, and I can go to either Jeff or Von Nordmark and see like the first course is a verse. Because you're just totally perfect at putting something in, and as you can tell from all I'm doing, that's really tough songwriting as far as verse. So we also did a song um, called Third Coast. I, I love that. And that's one getting popularity that makes So there's also, so, so there's kind of sounds that you appreciate and you try to emulate in your own music. You bring a little of this, a little of that. Definitely, and I think that's that's the advantage of music. And but I mean, as far as country playing, we touched on it earlier. But a guy that I grew up with, with even my grandparents, was Mike Clark, and watching he off. You know, it's, it's one of those things where people might laugh, but Mike Clark is one of the greatest guitar players. And West Paul, too, they, they were just amazing, you know. And Buck Owen kind of added the comedy relief for the guitarist. He was brave enough to cover Twins Eaten by the Beatles. So they were, when you delve into them, it was a great show on some musically, too. You know, I was forced to watch Hee Haw as well. <laughs> I searched the world over and thought I found true love. <laughs> Love you it. Find another, and you were gone. I'm flashing back. 
But you have a point because the show, there was, for how silly the show was, there was so much talent running through that show. You know, to your point. Oh, tons, tons, tons of talent. Um, who's that? They had some female comedians too on there. Well, I mean, other than Minnie Pearl, from from people as well. I mean, Minnie was a state that uh, anybody could wear a hat with the price tag still on there. She was way before her time. <laughs> yeah, I still don't take the price tags off my stuff in case I want to return it. You know, you know. There you go. <laughs> no, that was some good stuff. But, you know, at the time, like I, I went through phases, you know, in Pennsylvania, it was becoming a big rock area. It was like the rock disco feud. Um, I don't think I appreciated Hee Haw's probably as much as I should have at the time. Well, it's, it's kind of like where I am right now and what the Happy Commodians have evolved into, it, it has to do with our producer, Mark Fairley. He actually is Bob Seeger's trumpet player. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, he's an accomplished musician. He also has been on tour with Justin Timberlake, but he's become not just our producer, but he's part of the band. And that's where we really started to identify and find our sound. I mean, our first album was entitled Meant to Be. Uh, there's some solid on there. There's one in particular. But Mark has evolved us to sound that we wanted to be. And the best part is having somebody that talented, he was interested in the pool with us. And as I alluded to earlier, we can call the kind that'll be out, and he's actually part of the horn section on it. For our new label, will definitely enjoy And that's something you don't hear all the time on country music is a horn section. No, and, but it but it should be there. I think it, it deserves a place. I, I you know the horn can be so emotionally energetic on the song, happy or sad. And I think it needs to be brought in. Uh, you know, bands like, uh, you know, the Grateful Dead are kind of like psychedelic country, but they were do it all the way back to and up there still doing it to this day with his band and one section and still being able to apply a country aspect to music. I totally admire it. <laughs> yeah, it. And a lot of times when you have a song, it's those instruments you add, the spoons, the band wanted. They're like, oh, we need spoons. And everyone was laughing and they added spoons and it was like, oh, <laughs> you know, you add horns and it just blows up the whole song and can really create a mood. Well, and, and you know, if you look at like country music too, like slide guitar is a big thing. Uh, you know, I would, the one that we don't have on anything yet, and I definitely know we're going to add at some point. I said that to Amy, who's the you know, I really want to learn to, you know, really get into banjo. You can play guitar, you can do, you can play bass, just, you 
need to start doing it, and I do. But uh, Vaughn Kramer, another guy from the outfit, he's just such an amazing all-around uh, musician. But he's been my inspiration to where I'm like, even at this stage, I might be able to pick it up. But it, there's so many aspects of country music, from not just the instruments, but the phrasing and what you do to a song. And that's really what we're trying to cover on this show is the how big the category of country is. You know, there's some common elements like a lot of imagery and things like that. But there's so many different areas. You know, you, like you said, you're adding horns. A lot of people use the pedal steel. You know, you go around the, the globe and they have a new kind of definition and elements that they're adding to country music. And you're in Detroit, and it's that Detroit flair that you bring to country music. Well, and and Detroit has the music has grown in popularity, and um, as I might have touched on before, with like Billy Strings and with what he's done for music for folks in your audience that don't know Billy Strings, they should. And they really need to get to know them. And there is a network called Nugs.net. They actually featured uh, not only but a lot of other bands in this kind of genre. And it really helps. Uh, they, they've had a lot of bands. Jordan Willie on the Olaf Festival. He showed them a lot. And I think this is opening more to a bigger audience. I've noticed really strict that I'm now the old guy. It's great to see these young kids getting interested on their tractor. I never thought anybody would bring back and Billy has done it and then some. All right, let's talk about the next song up, which is Third Coast. And when I heard this song, I'm like, oh, you're from the West Coast. Because, you know, every country singer, and I'm, um, I, I'm guilty of this too, has a song about home. And yours is, this one is very much about like a band on the road and they just dream of home, but this dreams of the third coast. So tell us about that. Well, the big thing about this song is, and you kind of touched on it, I did live in California for a short time, but third coast is actually from Michigan. Uh, and there's an area in northern Michigan that's actually it, it wasn't intentionally about that, and I'm not from that area, but it it felt right. Um, and what Jeff and I did, and the this is Jeff Lennon, we actually best about this song is we kind of traded verses back and forth, but the, the agreeance was. Uh, this song should be about home. Where it touches me more is uh, I grew up around Cincinnati, and, and, and that's more where I call home. I'm originally from Ohio. But, uh, you know, that part of Ohio is definitely different, and it definitely has that influence from Kentucky, and my relatives live uh, My best friend lives in Lexington. And just having that... Uh, Point of I know when I drive back and just leave Bourbon County and driving through a horse country, you know, it's this soon to be coming time of year when you get to spring and 
you're just wanting that warmth and you're driving down and you put the windows down and you smell everything in the country coming at you, good and bad. And it's like, it just, it's home. And it's so right. comfortable. But Third Coast was meant to be a team for anybody traveling and just getting that uh, want to be back home and what that longing is once you're there, how comfortable it is. All right, so let's find some comfort going home with the third coast. Perfect. What I care for a summer day, I'll imagine one anyway. Driving home with the windows down, let the breeze be the only sound.
And we are back in the studio. We are back on the ranch on this Monday night. You can find us on the ranch uh, each and every Monday night, uh, seven, uh, that's uh, Eastern time. So seven, six central time. I'm going the right way this, this week. Uh, if you're a musician and you wanna be on the ranch, there's a little annoying thing that's streaming across. RandyO'Neill.com forward slash show is my form that you can fill out and we'll check you out and see if you want to be on the ranch. Um, we're, it's a live show on Blast Music 24-7. If you haven't seen that platform, it is a artist-friendly platform where you could start an account, have all your music. You can find all kinds of new artists there, all kinds of different genres a lot of great podcasts and a lot of interesting things going on on Blast Music 24-7. So we are streaming again across seven platforms tonight. And I know there's a few of you watching. Let me know. Uh, on my end, we're having some sound issues. I'd like to know what you guys are hearing out there because um, we're each hearing different things on our ends. Um, so... But the music sounds great, and that's always what counts on the ranch. There was one line, Dave. <laughs> I've been on the road so long, the clothes I wear are back in style. I almost burst out laughing when I heard that. Yeah. Well, uh, when we do uh, live shows, uh, that's the only thing where I am. I'm the one that's even. when you get to that, when I was counseling, my tattoos were older than the people I was working with, you know, it was like, no. I understand. <laughs> Did you have any favorite moments from being on the road? Anything any, uh, ordinary happened on your show, live shows? Yeah, um, I would say, you know, just as far as playing live and working on this stuff, I mean, we, we're fortunate enough to for, as I mentioned to you, and for the folks that don't know us, uh, when you look us up, we're mainly a group that plays with other studio musicians. So it's difficult for us uh, trying to get anything out there live because just schedule conflicts with everything. But um, one of the things uh, I totally pride myself in, and now that we're in February, February in Black History Month, one of the greatest people I've met and have been with. So interesting, uh, some of your guests, he also played bass with Daniels as Billy Cox, the Jimi Hendrix band, the band of Gypsies. And he's on our song, Lost of Glory, which won a gold medal award at the Wham Awards in uh, 2021. And uh, just as other musicians might say, like, how did that come about? Well, I just happened to send him track and asked if it would be something he was interested in and sent some of the material and had some blues track. And 
You just called me out of the blue. Dave, do you happen to know who this is? Uh, Dave and I said, I just need you, Mr. Guy. And uh, after developing that relationship and him just opening up about Charlie Daniels and another influence, I'm sure you listened to uh, Charlie as well. Yeah, Billy actually picked up with him at the end of the 70s there then, too. Uh, he actually said he did some things before he had passed that uh, haven't been released. Oh, that's good stories. I mean, you've met some people along the way. Oh, it, uh, as far as people on the way, uh, the first person I met was uh, Neil Young. Tell me, I was eliminated from the music competition in the final four. That was uh, interesting, and his advice was, uh, look, you're going to have critics all along the way. You better develop a tough skin, as if you're skin, because it's going to be people I absolutely hate. Uh, I was only going to light you out of this competition, so I got to be the one telling you you're out. Uh, just like, that was 1980. Um, and before that, in 1987, I was lucky enough to meet Neil Doug. I was uh, actually on my way back from yeah, I had my guitar with me and I walked by the Coliseum there and they were doing a sound check and uh, dressed like this with the guitar. They've been with one of uh, Neil's actors and they're like, yeah, man, keep going. And I went around back and I got to the sound truck and said, yeah, he's just finishing up the last one. He'll be out in three minutes. I'm like, oh, great. Well, they know all I cared about was meeting Neil Young, so, which I did. And uh, his best advice, I think this carries a long way, and it's something cool for your show, and it's something to always remember. Because uh, not only was he, but he's the best advice I can give you. Like I told him, about, he said, where are you coming from? And I said, oh, I just got done playing in nurseries. Hey, don't ever underestimate Dave, Dave, because it's the one thing is, too, the room, I don't care if you're playing for one person or a thousand people, you know, and give everything because you never know how one person can change your life. Right. It happens. It really does. So, um, and, and not that I'm not a kind of person that yells anything yet. It's like my grandpa told me growing up at Ohio. Okay, if you're a junior, you get the job. And that's what I feel about playing guitar, writing lyrics, and, and performing music. I try to give everything 100%. That's great advice. That's great advice. The advice I got from Marty Rifkin early on, my first album, he was so great to be to do my first studio album with. And he handed it to me and he said, do yourself a favor, don't get it critiqued. You're going to always be your worst critic. And if you ask people for an opinion, they're going to come up with one, you know? So I really, that's words to live by. Like when I submit something, I'm like, don't tell me you're either going to take it or you're not, you know, it's all I need to know, you know, rather than making up a reason, you know, so take what yeah, and Randy, you probably know too, as far as being an artist, we are, I think we're in ourselves, definitely. The first thing is you'll start writing a new song and you're like, wow, this is really good. 
Oh my God, I don't know. What was I thinking? And then, then the next thing you know, you're back to it. And then you're in that area where like, I need to know outside of here. I don't know where this is right now. And you, you kind of drive yourself crazy with that. And it's, uh, Jeff Warner, the, my buddy who uh, did all on you and, and Brick goes with me, um, you know, he's always like, you know, listen to back playing. And I could have played that riff better. That lyric is this. I'm like, it's already done. It's pressed. It's over. We can always elaborate live. And that's that's part about playing live. And uh, you mm-hmm. can that to the audience. But yeah, I, I, I just know when I leave the studio and the track is done or down at that point and I'm not in a group, it's done. Yep. And uh, I realize you and I both change from today to a year to five years down the road. But you're some and that's the thing about being a songwriter and somebody can adapt to music is make your music evolve to where it appeals to you and you can get that across to your audience. And that's really good. It's like you're evolving, your audience is evolving. And I know in the five albums I've done, you know, my style has really changed. Would I go back to a first song and do it differently? Absolutely. But like you said, that's what a live show is for. You know, some people do that. They'll like do a, a another version of the song, like 2.0. Nothing wrong with that. You could always do a better video or whatever. But, you know, I don't, you know, you make the decisions at that time, finish it, be proud of it, and you walk away. But we're artists. We're temperamental. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God, I suck. You know, it's just what we go through. Well, and, and we've ran into that with the new album as well. We have a great new track, and the name of our album is going to be called Chances. And um, Amy Lavery is uh, an amazing vocalist, and what she's done with Second Chances and, and the arrangement uh, that Mark Briley has done with the band has been tremendous. But um, she also, since we've released it and since we started the project, I mean, we actually started and out unfortunately for us right when right before COVID shut everything down and that's literally going to be your second chance so uh, it's kind of weird i think that kind of contributed to some of our success because people were locked in and people hear that track and popularity started gaining after that and I mean, obviously, if you hear the vocals and the track, you understand. Just that track alone. Uh, we've got Amy doing tremendous vocals. I wrote the music, and I'm doing uh, just electric guitar player on it. But we got Jim Chris Brown, which some people in that all know. Uh, he not only does great sessions, but he's played with classes. We have uh, three of the girls that sing background with Bob on that. Uh, tremendous drummer on that, Rick. One of the best bass players in the great to Ohio on that. And uh, Mark just blended everything that the one it said was for the string section. And for the single, it really, really works. I mean, I love it to death. But Amy's vision, and even at this point, now that we're really four years 
after the fact. She wants it to be stripped down just piano and simple acoustic. And what we're uh, envisioning now is re-recording that song and putting that as the last track. It's always that that process. Always that process, you know. And it's hard when, you know, your vision you thought it would go this way, and you always have other people in the mix, exactly. you know, adding to it. And then you sit there and go, "Well, I kind of was over here," you know. So it's that evolving process. Why don't we listen to uh, the track? I know how you feel. This is, uh, it's a really deep track. Um, again, this is not my lyrics, but it's, it's, yeah, it's from life experience. And it's kind of like uh, the audience, back. unfortunately, the new label is pulled Rustic Glory, which really counts. I wish they could hear that, but go to YouTube where you are right now, and you can see Happy Commercial performing it live with Rama, who was the original guitarist for Question Mark and the Mysterians. And back in 1966, they had the number of hit with 96 years. Just one body, and he's both of his friends, and I love him to death. But as, as far as this, yeah, yeah, extremely helpful, and I think it's what makes it so poignant. And um, Jeff wrote it for the life. And uh, dealing with relationship terms with, with country music, we all know is instrumental, but uh, this will be hit the hard strings. And I know when we were in the studio, very first time just doing the situation, Raven teared up while I was playing it. So it was hard to get through, and uh, but it's it's definitely a hard one for Jeff and I to go out and play a lot. All right, let's hear this. Did you turn your back on something real Then hole in your heart will never heal Brother, I know how you feel Did the world you know just cease to be And the one that you love set herself free Brother, you're a lot like me Maybe you shouldn't have lied Oh, you should have tried a little bit harder If you're in constant misery And if she's there to confide in for him now Oh, you should have been smarter Brother, you're a lot like me that's no way to be Her way to heal is to hurt you too And there's nothing left for you to do Brother, I'm a lot like you 
before the leaves fell from every tree And deaf ears, they deny your final plea Brother, you're a lot like me And if you shouldn't have lied Oh, you should have tried a little bit harder If you're in constant All right, we are back on the ranch with Dave Hamilton, uh, who's coming out with new tracks with his band, the Happy Crum Drums. Why do I keep saying that wrong? Right. Crum Drums. All right. All right. You're saying it like conundrum. We are a conundrum. No, I keep getting conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> and we are coming to you from Blast Music 24-7. Again, it's a music platform. You guys should all check it out. Hear all kinds of great acts, uh, different genres, a lot of podcasts. And it's a great space for musicians. You could set up your shop there. And um, again, you know, other podcasters can pick up on you, review your music. It's kind of a cool place. So I like hanging out there myself. So, um, so now you finish your studio album. What's coming up next, Dave? Well, um, our next thing is obviously now uh, we have to, well, we're not pressing vinyl with third man records, so we've been using vinyl. And uh, for the folks in Nashville that know Jack Wright, obviously he's from the Detroit area, and we have a Birdman Records in Detroit that actually presses vinyl. So the first thing that we wanted to do, and because we know that we do have that uh, kind of old-time hardback sound, uh, we wanted to do vinyl. So and they were the natural choice. So we're doing that. And uh, that's how we're going to launch this as far as the release. And 
planning on doing uh, a release at the same time. But as far as this going live, um, we have a show nearby on Flint, and after that, there's a nice small venue in uh, Kentucky called How Hour, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, finalizing with uh, that venue. Some other ones in the Midwest. So we're trying to get out to see everybody. And uh, we're hoping to get back here in Michigan and, and play a couple of places like Burn at Stony Acre as well. So we plan on getting out there with a lot of material most definitely. Hmm. Sounds exciting. It does. It sounds exciting. Got a lot of things going on. And they can find all this information on your website? We do. Uh, folks can go to uh, and uh, Facebook, uh, on Facebook. We keep everybody up to come there. Obviously, you got to do it. To be honest, right here, uh, I have nothing to do with our TikTok page. Uh, actually, uh, that's the kid and my computer guy doing that. Um, I can obviously say I don't watch anything on TikTok. Although they're proving what's going on for us, and uh, sometimes they surprise me. Uh, they actually keep video up the uh, falling over uh, for us uh, when we were as And I went out to give uh, water and something. And surprisingly, not really. It's one of our most watched videos. Oh, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, whatever gets your familiarity, right? But, yeah. Yeah, that's got our music list. That's been a You know, I ignored TikTok for a long time. Then finally, I'm like, I broke down and I stuck something up there. And in like 15 minutes, I had two, 200 views. And I it's went, amazing. I'm like, oh, that's why everyone's putting on TikTok. It's a music platform. That's why it was developed. You know? So I stopped ignoring it. <laughs> you know, and and I know our label's happy with it, but just like that, like we went from a simple fall with old bands that was terrific. And we had all the original members that are like, but I remember we were, I looked at it and I think there were like views. Then it went to a thousand. Then it went to seven thousand. Then it was over twenty-five thousand. You know, I can understand why people tune in every Sunday night to America's craziest home video, whatever. Well, and their algorithms are even better than Facebook, Instagram, all of them because they only show you what they think they're going to watch. You know, if you watch a lot of music, they're just going to keep feeding you music. If you watch people falling down and doing stupid things, that's what they feed you. You know, so you drive your own algorithms on TikTok, and that's different than Facebook. Facebook, and they, all of them try to mold you a little bit and kind of guide you along to throw ads at you. That's not the purpose of TikTok. No. So... There is some good in all that nonsense, I guess. All right, Dave, I, you are going to come back to the ranch. I know you're I going hope to. So. I hope Definitely. so. I hope so. 
Yes, I'm going to have you back. We're going to fix our sound issues. I don't, I honestly think this happens every time there's a storm coming in. It just gets wonky and I don't know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to StreamYard and see if they have any suggestions too because of that you have a delay and I have an like an echo um, on your voice. So I'm well, we'll do the same on our end as well. I, I, I want to yeah. rectify this as best as possible too. So it could be as simple as a setting somewhere that one of us is missing, but we'll figure it out. And you are definitely coming back. I want to hear more of. I know how you feel. I that's that's my favorite, and I want to see the vinyl. I I'm stoked. I really am. I looked into it myself. I kind of passed on it, but I have record player. I love my record player. So I still, when I'm down, I just I get I put on records and dance around my living room, and it's just fabulous. <laughs> All right, we've been on the ranch with Dave Hamilton and the Happy Cromandrums. Man, you haven't plums with that name. Curmudgeons, curmudgeons. Oh, it's such a cool name, too. I don't know why I'm killing it. But you are coming back. I wish you the best with, with your new label. That is just so exciting. Thank you. And have fun on the road. And um, hang on, and we'll, we'll see what we do about getting you back on here. Everyone else, thanks for hanging in there with us tonight. If you want to be on the ranch, uh, go to my website, randyoneal.com forward slash shows. Oh, it should be an S there. And we can get you on the ranch. All right, hang on. I'm on the road. Don't know where it goes. I'm on the road. Follow your heart. It won't let you down. Thanks for watching, everyone. Good night.